Hey everybody, thank you for tuning into my podcast called Perfect Imperfections. It's your girl Dominique and I'm 25 years old. I'm from the Bay Area and I have an 8 year old child. I've been wanting to start my own podcast for a while now and I actually have a lot of topics I would like to cover. My first topic actually came about from an unfamiliar place or a place that I didn't know it would come. Um, This past Labor Day weekend, I actually went to Texas to visit family and while I was there, I actually ended up seeing my son's father. Um, during this time, it was super awkward just because I hadn't seen my son's father in four years. So the last time I seen this man, my child was four years old. It was quite an experience for both me and my son. Um, so I'm in Texas and just by chance, I let him know, hey, I'm down here if you wanna see your son just let me know and he immediately tells me like to pull up on him because he wants to see his child which is understandable since he hasn't seen him in such a long time um so we go to his house I let my son Jay see his father and while we were there my son's father was just looking at me um you know kissing me and just telling me and my child, or should I say our child, that he would like to be a family. This brought up some emotions that I wasn't aware that was there. Like, of course, I feel like every woman wants their family together. And I've always been strong, but him saying this and just showing me a more tender side definitely brought up some emotions that I thought were long gone, you know? Um, So I just kind of want to dig deeper into like what happened this past weekend and explore this topic of just second chances in general. Or maybe I should be more specific and just say second chances with like an ex. Um, Just because I'm kind of soaring through my emotions and just going through this. And I know people listening can relate to this. So, like, through my podcast, just in general, I want to I let down my wall. I want to be vulnerable with everyone who's listening and bring real-life issues to the forefront. You know, like, my goal is to just to promote healing in your life as well as my own and hopefully, like, just be an inspiration to others and just let it kind of hang out and not hold anything back because I feel like people get the most when you're being real and you're being honest and you're just letting yourself be free and letting yourself be you, you know? Um, But this topic has been weighing heavy on my mind for a couple of days about second chances just because I was just so caught off guard with the way my son's father was acting. I wasn't expecting him to show me that more gentle side just because I've wanted it for so long And when we were together and he had me and I was so in love with him, he did not show me that side. The side he showed me was darkness, a a side that was very abusive, that was a cheater, that that was steal money from me, a side that wasn't a good man. And the fact that now it's like it's a complete like 180 or, you know, it's just really weird. And it's kind of just bringing back these emotions. And I even asked him, like, why now? And when I wanted this why couldn't you have shown me this before? And I feel like we've all, or most people have been in the situation, like what with an ex, whether you've had a child or not, thinking like, okay, like you see them again after some time has passed, and this person could have appeared to have changed, and you're like, well, 
why couldn't you have done this before? Because we could have bypassed all this BS. We could have been on a different page in time right now, you know? Um, But going back to the topic, I just want to say, like, is it worth it? Um, For some context purposes, I would like to share my experience, like, just my past with my son's father, just so you can kind of get some more insight to this and, like, my conclusion and what I'm kind of going through myself. So... I ended up pregnant with my son at 16 and gave birth um, at 17. At the time, like, me and my child's father, we were completely at odds, and he was not around on a very consistent basis. Like, he was only around to be real with you every blue moon, and that was just to agitate my life. Um, He would only come around to be negative or to kind of check up on his son, but mostly just be negative and, like, put me down because he was not happy about the situation so he definitely had his anger and he took it out on me well um fast forward from my son's birth to when he was two when my child was two um his father ended up going to prison and did a year and a half and got out when our son was three and almost four years old so almost like two years during this time of him being locked up um at first when he got locked up we were not on speaking terms he reached out, we ended up talking, and during that time, I held him down. I made sure there was money on his books, the phone, so he can keep in contact with, like, his family, and was there for him during his time of need. Like, most men, as you can imagine, like, he promised me the world when he was locked up and told me things would be different when he got out. So, fast forward to when he gets out, Um, We were talking, like, on the phone for, like, a year, a good solid year. Then he finally gets out. He comes home. So at the time, he gets out in the state of Texas, but he comes to California to see me and my son. Um, He comes out to see me, and during this time, he's very abusive. I remember the first time he hit me was when he had females texting him while he was in the shower and I remember his phone, I was on the bed and his phone just kept going off. And I'm like, who is texting him? Like, who wants him this bad? And it was just different females. And I confronted him and he wasn't too happy about it. He threw water on me. I remember throwing his hats in the water and he got out the shower um, and proceeded to strike me in the face multiple times, causing my nose and my lip to bleed. At this point, leaving was never no option. I just put up with it because I felt like I loved him and I invested all this time into him and he was my son's father so it it wasn't even a question was I going to stay or was I going to leave like it was this is what it is um so not only was he abusive but he was cheating on me and just a toxic person like he just made me feel like I was nothing because after you hold someone down when they're in need and they like get out and it's their time to prove themselves to you, how do you deal with someone not only like physically abusing you, emotionally abusing you, and also like being a cheater on top of that? Like that's some pretty hard stuff to deal with and like having a son and going to college. So pretty much like we spent some time together, but it was like every day I felt drained, like my energy like was just bad like I felt like I like we would have happy times but they were mostly like 
but for the most part, it was mostly like bad times, I should say. Like, we would have some happy times here and there, but it was just really toxic. Like, it was just really toxic for me. And just for all the listeners who have kids, I mean, we think, or I know I did, my son at three years old wasn't going to be able to tell. Like, if I hide it or if I just put on a smile. But a lot of times our kids, like, they might not know what they're feeling. Like, they might not be able to express it, but they know what's going on with their parents. Like, they know if their parents are not happy with something, they they get it. Like, they tap we underestimate our kids sometimes, you know, or at least I know I did in that perspective. But after he does all this crazy stuff to me, he ends up going back to Texas um, to live his life. Pretty much. We were together for like, probably like a month after like a month. And then after that, like we just broke up. So after we broke up, like it was very hard for me I went through a period of, like, I couldn't eat anything. Like, I couldn't keep anything down. I lost a lot of weight. My skin, I turned pale. It was just really bad, you know? Um, But I moved on to another relationship. And, of course, because I moved on, he was not happy, but he had to deal with it. Well, after me and my ex break up, after, like, two and a half years of being together... He immediately wants to be this instant family and move in with me and my son. At the time, I just told him no because I felt so broken from both of these relationships that I'm like, I cannot get back into another relationship right now. Like, I don't have anything else to give. Like, I barely have energy to give to myself, let alone a man, whether that's my son, father, or anyone else at this point. So... Like, probably, like, five or six months after he asked me to, like, move in with me and my child, he ends up getting locked up again. And um, he, like, reaches out to me through other people to just to let me know, like, he's locked up and, you know, all, like, pretty much the same stuff that happened in scenario one years before, a couple years before was happening then. So I pretty much just rejected him and just, like, let him know, like, look, I'm not with you. You did me dirty before. I don't trust your intentions, and I'm not going to pursue this relationship with you. Well, he ends up, like, probably he serves, like, I want to say, like, 10 months behind bars. And, like, he'll call me from time to time and just tell me, like, hey, I want to be with you. I want to marry you. I want to do this. I want to do that. But, see, I want to let you know that. Since I've broken up with my ex, it's been like a year and a half now. I've been like on this spiritual journey, getting closer to God. And I realized that a lot of times when God has something good for you, the devil will come in and try to entice you with things of your past or things that he knows is not good for you. And that will derail you from the life that God wants you to have. Well... I mean, I know this, but in practice and in real life, dealing with my son's father is very difficult because at one point I was so in love with this man. I even had his name tattooed on my body. So as one can imagine, I was like really in love and I really wanted it to work out, not only just for my son's sake, like some people say, oh, for the kids, but also for my sake as well, because I loved him as a, like, I loved him not just as my son's father, And, like, it's kind of different for me now because I'm learning to kind of separate the two. 
um, to where it's like, okay, I have love for you because you are my son's father and I want you to be in my son's life as opposed to because you are my son's father, I need to try to make it work. Um, I'm just going to say, like, from my experience, I've had girlfriends who have, like, been in a similar situation where their boyfriend has cheated on them. They've had some kids with their boyfriend, and, like, they'll separate for, like, a minute, get back together, but things still don't feel right. Sometimes I feel like if too much is done, can you really give that person a good second chance? Like, is like what they've done in the past is that still going to be playing back in your mind can can someone really get over that you know like I don't know because sometimes I feel like we all must have a line like a line that no one can cross and once that line is crossed and severed can you really repair that and that's kind of the question I'm coming to right now like is this fixable can I repair this but I have a feeling that it's not fixable and I can't repair it you know and I just think that this is something that is very relatable to everyone out there, just kind of going through the emotions, going through the process of being like, you know what, I've grown. I I accept your apology. I forgive you for everything you have put me through. But at the same time, I don't know if I can go back to that. Because like I said it previously, when we first broke up, I was very sick. I could not eat. I could not keep anything down. And I lost a lot of color. Um, it just made me really sick. And I just know, like, my son is getting older. He's eight years old. I don't want him seeing me like that, especially over no man, whether it be his father or not, you know? Um, but this weekend did bring up just a lot of emotions just because it was, like, for the first time that I've known this man. It's like he's showing me love. He's showing me emotions that I've always wanted. And, a, and I even asked him, and I, part of me just wonder, and I still wonder, like, why now? Like, why couldn't you do this before? Like, why couldn't you show me this, you know, before? But my inner thoughts, and usually, like, your first thought is right. Like, your first thought, like, if you feel like something's wrong, it's, it's probably wrong. Like, I... Before my spiritual journey, I would say I was the type of person to always second guess myself. But now it's like, no, your first thought is usually correct. Like you have to go off of your instincts and feelings and don't let anyone deter you from that. Um, but I do know that there are people out there like that make mistakes, you know, that want second chances. But this brings me to the idea, our second chance is always a good idea. I mean, yes, we all make mistakes, but at some point, how big is the mistake? Like, what? where is the line at? Like I was saying earlier, I mean, no one wants to be walked on or taken advantage of or be made to feel like they're being used. But if a person is genuine, should you still turn them away? Like... And in a way, like, how do you know this person is genuine? And I just kind of feel like my thing is the person who has wronged you or who is asking of a second chance needs to prove themselves. They need to show you that they are worthy of a second chance and that the past, they're not their past. The past does not define them. I feel like you shouldn't just hand out or we shouldn't just hand out second chances that easy. If someone's requiring a second chance from you, they need to put in that work, period. 
That is my take on it because when someone puts in that work to show you and prove to you that they have changed, that shows that they care about you. That shows that they really mean what they're saying. Like, I want someone that's going to walk it like they talk it. Um, but also, I just still keep coming back to this conclusion. Like, my thing is for a lot of people, we want our family together, but I don't think it's always worth it. I mean... I feel like some situations are better, like just being co-parents. Others might be good together and have some kinks to work out. And I don't think that every situation is the same. By the same token, it's like second chances are really tricky. And I and I believe that it requires a lot of work and time, it, like to really think about it and digest giving someone a second chance. You know, like giving an ex lover. A, like an ex lover, a second chance, trying to put back your family. Like I'm all for family and all for encouraging people to stay together. But at the same time, you must know when a situation is so toxic. And even if a person like, like for example, like my son's father, he seems like he's better. He's in better spirits and he seems different. But at the same time, I realized through talking to him this past weekend that he is who he is. Like, I don't think he can give me the love that I deserve. I don't think he, like, I think he did his best or he really mean like he loved me, but I don't think he could really give me the love he I deserve. Like, that's the best he could do. And I know that I deserve so much more. Like, through my journey with God and just being by myself for over a year and a half now or about a year and a half, I want to say, I've learned to, like, love myself and I learned that there is value in myself. So if there is value, then I'm just not going to, you, you just not going to tell me some words and think I'm just going to latch on to that. I need to see action. And I want, I'm urging all my listeners or everyone listening to this podcast to just say, you know what? She's right. Like, it's okay to have these feelings. It's okay to want this. It's okay, you know, but at the same time. You have to have your priorities straight and just know that you are important, you are worthy. And is this person who's asking of a second chance really deserving one? Are they proving themselves? Are they trying to work on themselves? Are they putting in that work like you put in that work? Because if they not, clearly your answer is on the wall. And I just want to say, like, the vision I have for my life, I have been working so hard that I'm not going to sacrifice that for anyone, whether it be my son's father or anyone else, you know? Um, I just, it was just food for thought for me, like, because I know the situation can affect the girl next door to famous people, to stars. I know, like, people can, like, our society, period, can just be very judgmental, especially with giving second chances or taking a man or a woman back that's wronged you. Like, you look like, sometimes people say, oh, you look like a sucker, you look stupid, and it's like, I'm learning to like live my life according to myself. Live your, and I encourage you all to live your life. As long as you're not hurting anyone, live your life for you because you don't want to make a decision based on other people's opinions and end up regretting it because it's not something you really felt you wanted to do. Like I'm really at this point, I really feel like I just need to continue to focus on me and my son like it's been me and him since day one and at this moment I just feel like I have so much positivity in my life I have so many good things coming to me why am I gonna welcome back 
even though this person seems like he's changing, seems better and giving me some love and stuff I wanted before, I'm just not, at this point, I'm just not ready to risk it all in a sense or just put all my eggs into that into that basket. I need to still focus on my dream. And I encourage anyone in the situation or something similar to just take it slow. Don't rush into anything and just still develop yourself. Find out who you are. Pray on it. And just like once you know who you are, I feel like you'll be able to make your own decision without caring what people think or without having to have like validation from others you know um but with this podcast about second chances I kind of did some research and I came across the page that was kind of examining second chances and it says second chances only a valid option for some couples so pretty much it kind of goes into talking about why do second chances work and why don't they work And the main reason, like, they don't work is because people get back together for the wrong reasons. For example, someone might, like, you, someone might get back with their ex just because it's like, I don't want to be alone. Or my whole routine has switched up and I'm scared. I think it's mainly out of fear of being alone forever or not knowing when that next person comes. But putting that work in on yourself and not being so fearful, I feel like the rewards surpasses that feeling, you know, because that feeling will eventually pass because I've lived that and I felt lonely. I felt like, oh, I want to have my ex back. Like, but at the same time, I'm happy I didn't go through with it because my growth, I would not be at this point now. Another thing is your partner holds all of your happiness. I know for me personally, in both of my past serious relationships, I have put the needs of my exes above my own. So my happiness really did rely on them. Like they were my source of happiness. I didn't have a real life outside of them. I put everything into my relationships. And I think a lot of people do this. I know I'm just speaking from a woman's perspective. I know a lot of women, period, do this because we're taught you if you want to be a good woman, You know, you cook, you clean, you put up, like, you listen to your man, you be supportive in every way you can. But it's like, what about us? At the same time, I'm starting to realize, like, I want a man that's going to feed me as well. Like, I want a man who's going to do the same things that I'm doing for him. I want someone who's going to add to me, not take to me. And I think that's a decision that we all must have to make. Like, you have to make. Do you want someone that needs you or do you want someone that can add to you and that can be an asset to you and help make you a better person because I feel like both men and women need that and we have to kind of get out of that thinking of I don't want to be alone and let other people hold the key to our happiness because sometimes I feel like people are giving their ex a second chances off of like based on the wrong reasons and that's not okay also um the only thing like that I another thing that I found in this article like towards the end it talked about like why some couples do succeed in giving second chances and that's because like both of them have taken the time to reflect and they look at everything from a different angle and it's kind of like both parties have put in the work you know 
And I know for me at this point, I'm just like, I have, I've had so much done to me from my son's father that I don't know if I would ever be 100% in to put in that work to get the relationship on a healthy track or to even just put it in that arena because I just feel like once the lines are crossed, it will never be the same. But I must admit, like Drake said, I'm in my feelings. I just got to be real about it. And hopefully y'all can relate. Um, But I would love to hear your feedback. So please let me know what you think by calling in using the Anchor mobile app. And I want to thank you all for listening to my first ever podcast. I've had so much fun and I'm signing off. And just just don't forget, this is your girl, Dominique. All right, bye.